1: Chapter 7 Bambi was often felt alone now, but he did not know have the same fear of it as he had the first time. His mother would disappear, and then, however much he called for her, she did not come, but then she would reappear unrespectedly. One evening, feeling very lonely, he wandered once more along the paths. He did not find Gobo and in even once, the sky was already turned to light grey, beginning to get dark, so the tops of trees could be seen over the bushes and undergrowth. Something rustled in the bushes, something held its way for the leaves. Its mother appeared. Close behind him another deer made its way in, but did not know who it was, or Edna or his father, someone else, but our mother saw immediately who it was. Despite the speed at which he had rushed past him, he heard a the shoon of a voice he screamed it seemed to Bambi. As she did so he only fun, but then it occurred to him there was a slight ring of fear in that scream. Now the time it happened in full daylight. Bambi had been walking for hours before the dense woods. For the dense woods and finally began to, to call. To call, well, not so much because he was afraid, but because he did not want to remain so alone anymore. He thought he would soon be in terrible state, be in a terrible state, so he began to call for his mother. So he was one of his fathers standing in front of him, looking at him severely, but he had not heard him coming, and he was startled. His eldest dad looked more powerful than the others. He was taller, more proud. His coat was aflame with a deep red, Dark red. His face shone silver grey. His a powerful black, black pearl crown extended high above his playful ears. What are you calling for? The old egg stag asked sternly. Bambi trembled in awe. The older, elder stag did not dare to make any answer. Your mother hasn't got the time to spend on you now. The elder continued. Bambi was completely cowed by this. Perry's voice. At the same time, he felt admired, admiration for it. Can't you be by yourself for a while? You should be ashamed of yourself. Bambi would have liked to say that he could be, perf- be by himself perfectly well. Been there, been often, been by himself. It's nothing. He did as he told. Became terribly ashamed. He had a turn around and left him. Bambi did not know how the stag left. When he had gone, where he had gone, did not know, even know whether he had left Quietly or slowly. He had simply gone, just as suddenly he had arrived. Bambi strained his ears, but he heard no steps moving away from his, him, No leaf being disturbed. Even supposed supposed elder must have still be qu- quite near him. He smelt the air on every side. He learned nothing from what that Bambi sighed in relief. He once more alone. At the same time, he yearned to see the old stag again. Make sure he's not displeased with him. Then his mother arrived, but Bambi said nothing about his meeting with the elder. Nor did he ever call for her. Now that she was out of sight, he wondered about the old stag. He wondered about his own. He felt powerful wish to come across him. Then he would say to him, See? I'm not calling for anyone. The elder would praise him. He did speak to Gobo fairly, though. Next time they were together on the meadow, he listened with excitement. They had no experience of their own that could compare with this. were not you? Weren't you scared?" said Gobo excitedly. "Yes," Bambi admitted. "He'd been scared just a little bit. I've been—I've been terribly scared." Gobo told him. Bambi answered that no, he had not been very scared. Because the elder had been so majestic, Gobo told him, it wouldn't have been much help for me. I'd been so scared, too scared even to look at him. When I got scared, everything flickers in front of my eyes, so I can't see anything. My heart beats so fast, I can't breathe. While well, Bambi told him, made Furlane very thoughtful, and said, she said nothing. The next time he met that fellow, Gobbo and Furlane rushed to him in great leaps and bounds, alone once more as was Bambi. We're looking for you, you, for ages, declared Gobo. Yes, Farlane said, with air importance. As you know, exactly, we know exactly who it is that you saw, Bambi. So keen to know, he jumped in the air. Who? Farlane took pleasure, saying it was the old prince. Do you know? How do you know that? Bambi wanted to know. Our mother told us, we told it, retorted to Farlane. Bambi astonished, and he sh- showed it. Did you tell her about it then? The two then nodded their heads. But what? That was a secret, objected Bambi. Gobbo quickly tried to excuse himself. It wasn't me, it was Firlane who said it, who did it. The chiefly called. Oh, what? A secret? I sh- wanted to know who it was and who we know. Who do we know? That's much more interesting. Bambi's burning to hear all about this. His wish was satisfied. Firlane told him everything. He the most noble stag, stag in the whole world. He's a prince. He's no, he's no second most noble. No one comes near him. No one knows how old he is. No one knows where he lives. No one knows who his late he late's relatives are. Very few have ever seen him. And then there's a rumor that he's dead because he's seen, he's been seen for a long time. And someone catches a glimpse of him. Every someone knows he's still alive. No one's ever the dared to ask him where he's been. He doesn't speak to anyone. No one dares to speak to him. He goes along the paths where no one else ever goes. He knows every part of the wood, He's in the most distant corner, and nothing is a danger to him. Every the princess must, might tussle with each other. Sometimes there's a test of, or with fun, but sometimes but in earnest. In many years has he fought with anyone. There's still no one alive who can fight with a long time ago. With him a long time ago. He's a great, and there's no one still alive who did fight him with him a long time ago. He's a great prince. Bambi forgave Gobo Farlane for having seriously chatted his secret with his their mother. He's even quite satisfied about it. And now, after all, it was him who experienced all and all those important things. Nevertheless, he's glad that Gobo Farlane did not know anything quite precisely that a great prince has said. Can't you be by yourself a oh, while? Well, they did not know what he said. You should be ashamed of yourself. Bambi was glad now. It kept silent about the uh, uh, modern nations. That they would have told everything about just like that, just like everything else. Then the whole forest would have been gossiping about it. That night, as the moon was rising, Bambi's mother came back again, she standing there standing under the great oak at the edge of the meadow looking around for Bambi he saw her straight away and ran over to her that night Bambi had another new experience his Mother was tired and hungry she did not walk about as much as she usually did but satisfied herself there in the meadow where Bambi also looked took his meals together with the air, he munched the bushes as he did so in a remarkable pleasant way it wandered deeper and deeper into the woods the loud noise that came through the greenery for Bambi had only hear what was happening you know, ever began to scream loudly about uh, loudly just as he did when he she was greatly snarled or confused. Oh she screamed, jumped away and stopped and screamed Ah Bah and Bambi saw some immense figures appear coming towards them through the noise. They came quite close. They looked like Bambi and his mother, like an Auntie Nina, Edna, anyone else of their species. They were enormous, they groaned and so big and powerful. They felt compelled to look at them. Like his mother, Bambi began to scream Oh ah, Uba He was hardly aware that he was screaming. He could not stop himself, and a throng of figures went slowly past. Three or four enormous figures, one after another, last of all came one of them was one that was the biggest of the others. He was a well head and wild mane around its neck. His head was crowned with a whole tree. Just to see it took your breath away, Bambi stood there howled as loudly as he could. He felt more frightened, bewildered than he ever had before, been before. Fear was of a cooler kind. He felt as if he'd been pitifully small. His mother seemed to be the same. He felt ashamed, though he had no idea why. Same time the horror of it shook him. He once more began to howl, ba 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 He made him feel better. He shouted like that. A line of figures had passed. There's nothing more to see. Nothing more to hear from him. In, in, in. I mean, even Bambi's mother became silent. It was only Bambi who could whine briefly from time to time. He was still afraid. You have to be, you have to be quiet now, his mother said. Look, you've got, you've got away. Oh, mother, whispered Bambi. Who's that? Oh, you they're not really that dangerous, his mother said. They are, well, our big relatives. Yes, they are big and they're quality, they are constantly very much higher quality than we are, you and me. are they dangerous? Bambi asked. Not normally, his mother explained. But they say there are many things that, are, that have happened. You say this, and about them, I do not know if there is any truth in these stories. They've never done anything to me or to anyone I know. Why would they do anything to us? When they're relatives of ours, thought Bambi, you want it to be quiet, but you're still shaking. No, I don't suppose you do anything to us, his mother answered. I'm not sure I get alarmed every time I see them. I can't stop myself, it's the same every time. Bambi was slowly smoothed down by his conversation. He remained thoughtful. Right above him, in among the branches, an elder tree, impressive tawny owl shrieked and Bambi was confused of what for once a show. He was startled. Yao, however, still came down to him and asked, you your shocked, aren't they? Oh, Of course, answered Bambi. You always give me shot Yow made a quiet, he was quite laughed, he satisfied. I hope you don't blame me for it, he said. It's just the way I do things. He stuffed his plumage, still. He looked like a bull, sank his beak into his soft, dry feathers, put on a terrible, nice, very nice, serious expression. That was enough for him. Baring open his heart to him. Do you know he began in a way that seemed older than his age? I just had a shot. It was a bit far bigger than one you gave me. What? asked the owl i longer long to satisfy yourself, Bambi told him, in meeting with his enormous relatives. Don't tell me about your relatives, declared the owl. I've got relatives too, you know. But all I have to do is look around me everywhere in the daytime, and all, they're all over me, over me. Now, there's not much point in having relatives. If they're bigger than you, they're good for nothing. If they're small and even good, more good for nothing. If they're bigger than you, you have to can't stand them because they're so haughty. And he it's morning, you can't stand you because you, they think you're haughty. Now I don't want to know anything about anything, about anything of, of that. But I didn't even know my my relatives, Sir Bambi, Charlie. I wish he did. I never heard anything about them. And today was the first time I saw them. Don't you bother about those people, the owl advised him. Just take my word for it, he said, rolling his eyes in a meaningful way. Take my words, that's the best thing to do. were well, is never as good as friends? Look at the two of us, we're not related. We're good friends, aren't we? Very nice, it is too. Mammy's anyway, also about to say something. The whale continues speaking. I've got some experience in these things like that. You're a bit young still. Take my word, I know better about these things. Anyway, I don't see why I should get involved in your family matters. He rolled his eyes and rolled them in a way that seemed so thoughtful.
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It seemed so uh, earnest and meaningful. Meaningful. The band was modest and said
1: nothing. Chapter 8. Another night went by, and the following day something else happened. The sky was cloudless, and morning was full of dew and freshness. All the leaves and the trees, the bushes, sunny had a mild, vivid scent. A meadow breathed the air in broad waves and lifted it up by the treetops. Peep! said the tits as they woke up. They said it quite quietly. It's still twilight, and the sky was grey, and said nothing more for a little while. For a time there was silence and the rapturous, rasping sound of a crow came crow from high up in the air. Crows had woken up, visiting each other in the treetops. The magpie answered them straight back, Shaka Shack can you believe this? I'm still asleep. And then hundreds of calls, here and there, here far and near, tentatively began, beep, 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 to do. These sounds still had something of a sleep, something of a twilight about them, and yet they were actually all quite dis- distinct for each other. Sunny Blackbird flew up the, the top of the fir tree. He flew right up to the very highest finish point, reaching out into the air. You sat high up there, looked out over all the other trees near and far, but all the pearl, well, the pearl gray, gray sky, still tired from the night, began to glow in the east and cater to life. And the bird began to sing. She was only a d- tiny dark spot. He glimpsed her. The ground in the distance of the little body looked like a wilted leaf, but the was spread out all over the forest in great celebration. everything came to life. The finches struck up. Robins and the goldfinches made their voices heard. Pigeons rushed from one place to another with wide flappings and swashings of their wings. The residents shouted out loud. Their throats would, if their throats would burst. They said their wings were gentle but but powerful. They swooped down on earth from the trees. Where they had been sleeping, on the ground, they repeated a metallic bursting crying more, and more times. They would too coo gently. High in the sky, the falcons called out their sharp and joyful, Yaha, Yaha. The sun was risen, risen. Do you, do you? Rejo- rejoiced the horrible. He looked back and forth between the twigs and branches. His round yellow body shone in the beams of the morning sun. A exalted bull of gold. Bambi stepped under the oak tree. A meadow, its bogot barkled. In morning dew, the scent of grass, flowers, and scent of earth. It whispered to the thousand nights it had had lead. There sat Bambi's friend, the hare. He seemed to be thinking about something very important. There was a haughty pheasant there. Walking slowly, pecked at the stalks of the grass. Looking cleverly all round him. His dark blue neck sparked. In the sunlight, like a gentle jewel necklace, but close in front of Bambi, stood. One prince is very near him. Bambi never seen him before, never seen any of the fathers this close up. He stood there before him, very close in a hazel bush. It's just slightly concealed between the twigs. Bambi did not move. He hoped the prince would come out fully before. From behind the bush, he wondered whether he could dare to dis- where he would dare to speak to him. He wanted to ask his mother, glance around for her, but his mother had already gone ahead and stood a long way from Aunt Edna. Just then, Gobo and Ferdinand came out of the woods and ran into the meadow. But he did not move, but wondered about what he should do. He wanted to go over to his mother and the others. He would have to pass by the prince. He thought that would be seemly. so what, he thought. I don't need to get my mother's permission first. It was a prince who spoke. Oh prince has spoke to me first. I didn't tell my mother anything about it. If I speak to Prince I'll see if I can. I say to him good morning, your Highness. There's nothing about that and might make him cross. If he is if he is, I'll just run away, Bambi wondered. We made the right decision. Kept on moving, making him feel unsteady on his feet. And that Prince stepped away from the hazel bush into the meadow. Now, thought Bambi just then, there was a whole, whole clap of thunder. Bambi called, didn't know what had happened. He saw how the prince jumped high in the air in front of him, and saw him rush past him into the woods. Bambi looked hard all around himself. He felt as if he could still hear the thunderclap. He saw his mother, Aunt Edna, Gobo, Fellain, some way away, have fled in the woods. He saw his friend of hair rush away in a panic. So if he hadn't run away, with his neck stretched out ahead of him. He could not understand what it could be about. A prince lay there, broad wound. Wound had torn his shoulder open. He was bloody dead. Don't get stand there came a short, shrill cry from behind him. His mother, who was running at full gallop run she said, called Run as fast as you can she did not stop but rushed on. A command pulled Ramby along with her. He ran with all his strength, what was that, mother? he asked. What was that, mother? The mother grasping for breath answered. That was him. Bambi shuddered and ran they ran on, finally out of breath they stopped. What did they say? Please what did they say? called a thin voice and from above them. Bambi looked up and saw the squirrel hurrying down to them through the branches. The tree I I don't have a, 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 a way here beside you it called. No, it's terrible. Were you there when it happened? Asked mother, Bambi's mother. Well, of course I was there, Squirrel replied. I'm still shaking from it. All oh, my limbs are shaking. He sat upright, his magnificent flag against his back, showing his slender white breast, pressing yeah, both his both paws, but against the body to assure himself. i was quite beside myself with fear. i was too afraid too. and must be. It made me quite numb, said Bambi's mother. I don't can't understand. None of us saw anything. Really? The squirrel became excited. You're wrong in there. You know, I've been watching you for a long time. So would I, said another voice. It was a magpie. She flew up to them and sat down to, on a branch. And me, called another screeching voice, even higher in the ash tree. There was a tree sitting there. At the very tops of the tree, there was a pair of crows that growled. And we saw him too, they interjected. They sat all together in earnest discussion. They were sexually agitated. It seemed, full, it seemed full of anger and fear. Who thought Bambi? Who had they seen? Oh, I didn't think a posse could do, Screw assured them as he pressed both his forehead against his heart. Really? Everything to bring him to attention to the poor Prince. So the noise of Draze screeched. Oh, I didn't know how many times i shouted to him, but he didn't want to hear me. He didn't hear me either, the by said with a laugh. Ten times I called it to him, just as I was going to fly over to him. I thought to myself, well, he can't hear me. I flew over to that police bush. just where he's standing. He's got to hear me from there. But there was just one that happened. But my voice is louder than yours, and I did all I could do to warn him, said the crow in a bitter tone. But you posh lot never give enough attention to birds like us. It's never enough at all. Agreed, the current squirrel. We do when we can. What we can, thought the magpie. But it's our fault. It's not our fault. It's someone's unlucky. He's such a handsome prince. The squirrel lamented. He's prime of prime of life. Ugh, said the squirrel, the trade speaking. He ain't been so been so and pay a bit of attention to, of it, attention to us. He certainly had not stand off. Squirrel contracted him. Septum, contract, con, directed him. met added, ah, no more than the other princes like him. Stupid them, The Drake laughed. You're pretty stupid yourself. A crow called down from above them. You can't talk about being stupid. The whole forest knows how stupid you are. Me? We told you to dream and stomach. And? No one can accuse me of being stupid. A bit forgetful sometimes, certainly I'm not stupid. Suit yourself, said the crow, now serious. Don't forget I said just said, but bear in mind it doesn't doesn't wasn't being haughty or stupid that cost the prince a lot his life. It's cause you can't get away from him. Ah screamed the tree. I didn't like I didn't like that talking like it like this. He flew away. Crow continued speaking. There's even a lot of my family who tricked. He kills everyone. Feels like killing. There's nothing we can do about it. You've got to keep a watch for him, the Magpie added. Yeah, you certainly do, said the crow Sally Cheerio. She flew away and her mother and her family went with her. her Amy looked around, her mother was no look his was no longer there. They're all talking what were they talking about? he thought. I can't understand everything they're saying. Who is this he they're talking about? It's just is that what is that? He, I saw Was that time, that he didn't kill me. Bambi thought the prince whom he had just been seen lying in the front of him, with a bloody shredded shoulder. he now dead. Bambi walked on. us up began in song with a thousand voices. The sun drove its bow beams of light through the treetops. Everywhere was light. The leaves began to steam high in the air, could the falcons in the air, close, close by the woodpecker laughing out loud as if nothing had happened, Bambi did not become cheerful. He felt under threat from something dark, he could not understand how the others could be so gay and carefree when life is so hard and so dangerous. At that moment, he was gripped by his eye go had gone a long way from here, and he had deeper and deeper into the woods. He felt the urge to go to a place where the trees were at their densest. You found a corner slid into a around surrounded broad and far by the most impregnable undergrowth. We could find not, could not possibly be seen. Didn't want to go back out into that meadow. Something more gently moved in the bushes beside him. Bambi was still greatly startled. Then in front of him stood the elder. The There's something twitching Bambi. He wanted to run, look away, but took control of himself. In May, the elder looked at him with his big, deep eyes. Where? Well, there. You, where were you when it happened? Yes, said. Were you there when it happened? Yes, said Bambi quietly. His heart was beating so hard he could feel it in his mouth. Where is your mother? The elder asked. Bambi answered, still speaking quietly. I don't know. The elder continued to look at him. Are you not calling up for her? Bambi looked at, into that vulnerable, icy grey face, looked up the elder's majestic crown, and told himself. And he found himself full of comrades. I could beat myself too, he said. The elder looked at him a while, and then softly he said, oh, you're, not the only, you're not the little one who, not a long ago, was crying for his mother. Made felt slightly embarrassed, but continued to be courageous. Yes, that was me, he admitted. The elder looked at him in silence. He reminded me that his eyes were watching him with more tenderness. You told me off for it, elder prince, he exclaimed, for not being able to. Be my myself. I can do it now, though. The elder looked at Bambi, examined him, and smiled very slightly. barely noticeable, but Bambi did notice it. Elder Prince Yeah Elder Prince he asked virtually. What well, happened back there? I don't I can't understand it. Who is this he they're all talking about? He stepped stopped looked at dot looked at me, bad him into the silent be silent. He said some no, nothing for a while. The elder stopped looking at Bambi stared in the distance He said slowly Listen to yourself, smell for yourself Watch for yourself, learn for yourself Raise the crown to his head even higher Farewell, he said, and nothing more Then he had disappeared Bambi, dismayed, stayed where He was, wanted to give up hope The prince's farewell was still in his ears And gave him some comfort Farewell, the older prince had said So he wasn't cross with him Bambi was filled with pride Felt he had lifted lifted out to something that was formal and serious. Yes, life was hard and full of danger. Let it bring whatever it wants. He would learn somehow to bear it all to be to bear it all of it. Slowly he walked deeper into the
0: woods.